Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're going to talk about toxic positivity. As a question was posed to me about the difference between toxic positivity and being optimistic. So if this topic interests you, stick around. Okay, let me set this up for you. So my sister posed a question to me about toxic positivity and optimism. Um, Her cheer squad did excellent at a recent competition. They were really excited. All the things that were supposed to happen happened when they were on the mat and competing. And yet they didn't get the place that they had hoped that they might have gotten in the competition amongst all the other teams. And so um, while lots of really great things happened in that routine um, and want to be highlighted, the question was posed of, is that toxic positivity? So I wasn't very familiar, right? Like I've heard the term, I've been around a little bit, I could identify humans in my world who may have had that mostly past people in my world. And uh, yet I couldn't really speak to it. So I dove into it, friends, right? Like when you y'all present me with a topic of interest or excitement, then I dive in. So some of the things that I learned that I wanted to pass along with you all are incredibly helpful and useful things. The first thing that really stuck out to me was one of the definitions used talked about dismissing negative emotions with false optimism, right? And then another one goes on to talk about how if you dismiss the negative, you you don't acknowledge the negative, then that's when that toxic positivity starts to really take take shape and and fold into the mix. So it's not so much about being positive. You absolutely can be optimistic when things are tough, when the going gets tough and rough and and it may not feel good. You can absolutely be optimistic and you should be acknowledging the behaviors the um, circumstances, the negative emotions and feelings that are happening around you as well. So you've probably heard of um, some of these phrases. Maybe you've even said them yourself. I know I certainly have. Um, Continue to be a work in progress, as I know you all are as well. But some of the examples of... um, phrases that folks use that might be centered around toxic positivity include things like saying, it's okay, cheer up, it'll be okay, you're better off because, right? Like those kinds of phrases, dismissing, again, sort of dismissing that negative component to it. So, um, you know, I, I've not been shy about uh, my job when I had an offer rescinded and I was not working for six months and 
some of that presented itself, and I didn't realize it until I started digging into this topic a little bit more, where folks would say, oh, everything's going to be okay, right? Like things will turn out for the best. And those kinds of things are uh, the toxic positivity that we're talking about. And so, um, you know, as you are either going through something tough or supporting someone who is going through something tough, I think that those are things that we have to reflect on is the language that we that we use, right? Um, I watched a TED talk on uh, YouTube around posit- toxic positivity, and um, it was a girl who um, was having seizures and they weren't necessarily the kind of seizures that you see on TV when you think about having seizures. And so as she was going through this medical procedure, um, her friends would, you know, say, oh, everything's going to be okay, right? Like, and just trying to lift her spirits. And she talked about how uh, she recognized that that was unintentional toxic positivity. Folks really just wanted to try and lift her spirits and help her get through a tough time. But what she said that she wished she would have had was a validation of the fear and anxiety that she was going through or having as part of her medical procedure, right? She wanted that validation. I understand that you're scared. I understand that you may be experiencing some anxiety, right? Validating it, owning it, it's okay. And sharing all of those things that it's okay. The The one thing that's really important, and I read time and time again as I was kind of digging into this topic, was that by not acknowledging the negative uh, pieces of whatever the circumstance is, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, Um, you know, it could be anything, Um, mourning what could have been, right? Those things are very real. That when we don't acknowledge the negative pieces or the negative emotions or feelings around it, that it really denies the um, authentic support that most folks are looking for right? I had an opportunity for uh, a position at an institution that would have been in a promotional sort of capacity or role. Um, And without going into too many details or specifics, it was one that I was really incredibly disappointed that I didn't move farther along in the process. And, you know, several months down the road when that position was filled, And folks were saying like, oh, you were better off anyways. Like this is, and even myself saying like, oh, I found an area that I didn't even know I wanted to work in, right? That was not acknowledging that I was pissed off, that I was frustrated, that I was uh, mourning something that I wanted very badly. And so um, I think that that is something that both we have to recognize in ourselves, while it's okay to be optimistic. And certainly we get to that point and should get to that point. It's also really important to acknowledge when we're trying to cope through positive words of affirmation instead of embracing the um, 
the negative feelings, the negative emotions, the hurt that we might be feeling, the anxiety that we might be feeling. So I mentioned earlier that, you know, it's 100% possible to to be optimistic even when we're going through the tough stuff. But it's really that acknowledgement piece that is the critical part to not crossing over into the toxic positivity and out of the optimistic phase of that piece of um, wanting to be a little bit more optimistic or to not maybe dwell so much, right? I've given some advice before about giving yourself a time frame to be sad or to be disappointed in something. And so this could absolutely play in that case as well, where you're giving yourself that time frame to be in a space of healing and acknowledging the hurt, the feelings, the emotions that are happening. One of the things um, that stood out to me was also that toxic positivity is harmful because um, it's it's a shaming, right? It's it's you're shaming someone, your or yourself, and it causes guilt. As I mentioned before, it avoids that authentic human emotion, and really, in the end, it prevents growth. We've talked several times throughout this podcast in several different episodes about failure and fear of failure and how failing gets us to growth. And while it's painful and hurtful, that it's also a very, very important part of that process of growing and becoming stronger and a better human and a better person and a better human and person are the same thing and a better employee right or a better wife or husband or partner mom or dad whatever those things are it just makes you better because you're growing and you're learning how to deal with and manage through fear and failure and i would say that this plays a role and a part in that in that You have to acknowledge the feelings. You have to acknowledge the behavior, the emotions that all wraps up to it rather than always, um, you know, seeing the roses and the sunshine. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a really good conversation with a friend about like not wanting to be around negative humans. And I totally agree, right? Like I have done a lot of um, ridding myself of being around negative and being negative myself. And so there is that fine line and that fine balance. And so I'm going to give you a few tips, as I always like to do, for um, what that could look like. And then if you head over to my freebies, I've also created a um, an image, a tool that you can use for some alternative phrases to use instead of that toxic toxic positivity. Uh, So there are a couple of tools or phrases that you can get over there in the freebies. But some tips for you. Um, Tip number one is just to make realistic connections. Um, An example is this, uh, going back to the TED Talk that I was watching, this girl was going through major brain surgery and someone was trying you know, trying honestly to, to be a good friend, be a good human and was relating it to like getting their tonsils removed, right? Very different medical procedures, very different frames of mind when it comes to brain surgery versus 
um, tonsil removal. And so while the, the genuineness was there, it wasn't a realistic connection. So making that realistic connection. And you may not have any sort of connection to the circumstance that someone else might be going through. And so tip number two is to empathize empathize with the person, empathize with yourself, right? And really validate their feelings, validate that you may not understand how they feel or what they're going through. And so I think that that's another really, um, really critical part is the empathy to be shown to the other person or to yourself if you're registering that with you. Tip number three is to pay attention. Pay attention to how things are going. Pay attention to the words coming out of your mouth. Pay attention to the words coming out of their mouth. Really focusing on how you're showing up to yourself, to your friends, to the person who is trusting you. Um, what, What is it that you're saying? What is it that they need? And really making sure that you're paying attention to them, their needs, their body language, the words coming out of their mouth, and then the words that you reciprocate to them. Tip number four is have an attitude of it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's really hard place to get. uh, And a lot of people get close but may not get there. And so be okay with sitting in your emotions. Be okay with feeling the feels. Be okay with crying in the shower or crying during the TV show. Whatever those things are, it's okay to not be okay. And if you feel like you're not okay for an extended period of time or it's not something that you feel like you're going to come out of on your own, I encourage you to go and get professional help, right? It's okay and it's encouraged to not be able to do it on your own, to not go the road alone. That's okay as well. So having an attitude of it's okay to not be okay, it's okay to get help, those are really important pieces as well. And then my last tip is learn how to manage the negative emotions, right? Like you you get to have negative emotions, you get to have negative feelings, and it's about how you manage them. Do you do some journaling? Do you uh, exercise those negative emotions? Um, what do you do that is a healthy habit, that is a healthy means to manage those negative emotions? Um, you know, uh, I, I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy, friends. If you know, you know, it's a thing. But in there, Meredith and Christina have 30 second dance parties. And I think about that a lot. Music is really powerful. And for me, there are certain songs that get me going. There are certain songs that can get me into a place I need to be in. Um, And so, right, you guessed it, friends. It's Kenny Chesney. If you know me, you know that's a thing. But there's all kinds of other great songs. There's tons of women's empowerment songs. Uh, And so there's some, some good tools out there for how you manage your negative emotions. And again, Give yourself that time frame. Allow the time to sit in it and tell yourself you're only going to do it for so long before you start taking some action. 
So friends, thanks again for joining me this week. I'm always appreciative when you tune in. Uh, I've really enjoyed this topic of toxic positivity. I think it's something that we see a lot of in our social media. I think it's something that is out there and maybe not be talked about quite as much as uh, we should be talking about it. And so um, I hope that you learned something, enjoyed this topic as well. And if you ever have other topics, please send them my way. I'm always excited and interested to learn new things or maybe even pull in some humans who are are experts in those areas. So this week, our affirmations, I'm done apologizing for not spending time in my emotions. I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. And for you to fill in the blank, I'm done apologizing for Friends, go out there, have an incredible week, doing the amazing things that I know you're capable and I want to remind you that you're capable of. And remember, if you like this episode, if you love this podcast, please make sure that you're like, following, and sharing on your podcast platforms. Share out on social media when you hear an episode that really jives with you. I always appreciate you helping to spread the word. As I mentioned earlier, I've got freebies, friends. Go check them out. The link is in the show notes or over on the Instagram account at done.apologizing. You can catch the link in my bio. Go check out those freebies. There's an episode list. So if you're trying to get caught up or you want to check out a specific topic, you can go and check that one out. And you can also request happy mail over in that link. So make sure you check it out. Please, uh, if you know someone who would be an excellent guest on my podcast, I'm always open to referrals and maybe that human is you. So refer yourself, nominate yourself, friends. Um, I would love to hear what topics you'd like to hear as well as what humans you'd like to hear from. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this and I'm here for you.